taking memes from 2008 and bringing them back into our culture, I mean, it just hit that uncanny valley of sort of not self-aware enough to be ironically funny and not normal enough to be normally funny. Hello and welcome to The Bad, The Bad, and The Worst, the show taking you through the world's most terrible mistakes in design. My name is Jesse, and I'm joined by our two co-hosts today. Go ahead and say hi, guys. Hello, everyone. It's Bruce. Hey, what's going on? It's Daniel. And for our episode today, after our hiatus of a couple months, uh, we're going to be talking about the worst commercial ever made. You know, I think we interact with ads just a ton for every day. Whether you want to or not, they're just kind of all around, and you can't really avoid them. So we're going to be talking about some of the worst ones we've seen, specifically the ones we've seen on TV. And uh, can you guys go ahead and walk me through your choices for today? Let's talk about the Wendy's eating spicy goodness ad. They have a fire Twitter, but this commercial, ooh, really missed the mark. I really like the name of eating spicy goodness. I think it really shows you you're in for a roller coaster. And uh, what do you got for us today, Daniel? I chose the Domino's app featuring Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku is this audio in person that people can make on this app. And Domino's decided to make a whole entire commercial out of it and make their whole entire app based around it. And my choice for the worst commercial of all time was the Pepsi Live For Now commercial in 2017. A commercial which took really serious social protest movements and basically just said, solve it by drinking Pepsi. And now we're going to talk about uh, Bruce's pick for this week. Go ahead and walk us through the Wendy's Spicy Goodness ad. Let's talk. Oh, goodness. Okay. So the Wendy's Spicy Goodness ad. In truth, yeah, sure. It's a 30 second to one minute ad, but you only need to know two lines of it. And hopefully I'll dredge up some uh, memories that you would have rather forgotten. It's eat spicy goodness like a boss in 2018. Like the memer. Eat spicy goodness like a boss. My friends, corporate advertising tries to understand, you know, our culture as a society, right? But as we all know, they are always, you know, say 10 years behind things. The fact that I had to watch someone say like a boss on TV in 2015 was devastating to me. Honestly, I think even 10 years is a little generous, you know? I think, yeah. I think, I think honestly, it could have been even more than 10 years before that. Taking memes from 2008 and bringing them back into our culture, I mean, it just hit that uncanny valley of sort of not self-aware enough to be ironically funny and not normal enough to be normally funny. Yeah, it's like when the teacher puts like a picture of a minion on the PowerPoint. It's like you just kind of, you feel bad that they don't know better, you know? It also hit both ends of the extreme pretty far. Like, it wasn't even normally funny, and it wasn't even close to being ironic. Like, it just kind of felt like you were just confused watching this ad, being like, what kind of, what year are they in right now? Was like the question that you were asking while you are watching the ad. What year are they in? Exactly. And it's so interesting because Wendy's has a fire Twitter account. Their Twitter account stays really on top of the times. They're always on, you know, new developments in our, you know, just society's culture and like whatever memes are going on. So what happened with this ad? What happened? Yeah, uh, nobody can say. And I think uh, 
Would you mind telling us about the different classifications of Wendy's customers this commercial describes? The concept of the ad is just going over, you know, flanderized groups of people, right? Like selfieers, behind the timers, the, the memers. Conceptually, not a bad idea. I just, why they had to go with this, this flanderization of memeing, it brings up memories that none of us want to remember. I think it was a commercial that was very clearly, like made by a focus group you know like people someone was sitting in an office one day and they said we need to appeal wendy's to the young crowd and the young crowd seems to be liking these things called um and then someone looked at their notes for a second they checked their notes and they said i think they're called memes then after that the focus group came up with the like most optimal least offensive meme and then like it's the optimal meme for the 40 year old crowd i'll give them that i'll give them that (laughs) and then after that they're like they like they showed it the they showed the commercial to the 60-year-old executives, and all of them just didn't know anything about memes or just wanted to go home that day. So they're like, yep, ship it. It's fine. I feel bad for the poor actor. That just, like, probably, like, understands meme culture, like, in a pretty, like, basic level. Or, you know, browses memes occasionally and is forced to say, like a boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the yeah, term. term. <laughs> poor oh, guy. Boy. Yeah, actually. Well, maybe he got paid really well. I hope he did. I think he acted like pretty decently like he appeared to have said it with like genuine interest too so he's like a pretty decent actor i'd give him that because i would cringe and i do cringe every single time i have to say that hmm yeah that's very true that's very true the only thing i could give them is perhaps maybe that us cringing was part of their strategy so that we remember it and collectively make fun of it on the internet to gain uh, you know, negative press. There's no such thing as negative press, guys. I've, I've never vibed with that attitude because I don't know about you guys. Maybe I'm just spiteful. When I see a really dumb commercial or a really bad commercial, I'm like specifically trying to remember to not shop there just because, <laughs> you know, like just because I don't want to give them something for making a bad commercial. You know, it's like the opposite effect. You know, it really depends how it hit. I, I think the way in which this commercial hit the audience made it get talked about more and brought up the name one needs to be more common. I think when we talk about the Pepsi ad, we're going to see the exact opposite. <laughs> but that's for later. And once again, you're listening to The Bad, The Bad, and The Worst, a show available on seven different platforms. Uh, Daniel, can you tell me a little bit more about your pick for this week on The Bad, The Bad, and The Worst? Yeah, so as a little reminder, I did the Domino's app featuring Hatsune Miku. Now, I'm not too familiar with Japanese culture. Um, I'm not a frequent long-term anime, but I know enough to say that the CEO talking about this Japanese anime character and not knowing a thing about it and just kind of appearing cluelessly um, and just staring mindlessly as he's saying these words, he really just feels so empty. Today, I'd like to announce a new collaborative project featuring Hatsune Miku. Domino's app featuring Hatsune Miku. But anyways, he kind of goes through how they made this app featuring Hatsune Miku. Can we? And, wait, wait, oh, can, sorry to interrupt you. Go Do ahead. I actually know what Hatsune Miku is. Does anyone here actually know that? Uh, allow the local degenerate to explain. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Bruce, hit us. <laughs> Hatsune Miku is a Japanese Vocaloid. A Vocaloid is just sort of a a voice bank, like a vocal synthesizer in the way that the Google Home uses vocal synthesizers in the way that Alexa uses, you know, um, vocal banks to create a fake voice. Now, Japanese market Vocaloids specifically for the use of music, but they do it a little differently because they draw out and attach anime characters 
like and personalities to these voice banks in order to get them to sell more and it's been mm. an incredibly successful strategy you know Hatsune Miku is uh, a very well-known name in Japan of course trying to find a 40 year old executive who understands what that is is gonna be a little bit of a tougher time in America yeah considering that I, I don't think Daniel and I knew this character uh, before we saw this commercial it was a uh... I think that's kind of the biggest problem with this commercial, besides the fact that it's just uncanny, which I think Daniel was trying to get to. I just had to slow down and pause because I'm like, I need to like ascertain what this is and what they could have possibly been thinking when they decided this was the partnership they wanted to pursue. You do have to be pretty uh, degenerate to know what Hatsune Miku is. And at that level, I do not want to see Hatsune Miku in my Domino's pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I, I think, yeah, just, I feel like, I think Daniel's initial reaction when he saw the commercial is something like, the the Domino's CEO has a gun to his head, like they have his family, <laughs> and they're forcing him to promote Atsune Miku. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From the menu to the order, it looks very cute, just like Miku. He's just, he's not feeling it, man, you can tell. I don't tell. think he even knows what it is. I didn't know what it is, and he and I'm not a <laughs> 60-year-old Domino's executive. And we watched the commercial, too. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't understand. Like, I think this is a good example of just because you can, like, make a sponsorship deal or a crossover does not mean that you should. Listen, if you walked into your local Domino's and the walls were plastered with, you know, anime photos and on all the tables there's some anime figurines, like... I would turn around right then and I would walk (laughs) out. I would go find... No, some people here would be down for that, but it's, uh... Not exactly a marketing strategy I would have came up with myself, personally. Well, maybe the same, like, guy who, like, looked up memes. Came oh, work, yes. And yeah, he stopped yeah, working yeah. at Wendy's. And then he came to work at Domino's. And he's like, okay, so there's this thing, right? And then this commercial came out of it. It's cool. What is anime? What <laughs> is trendy in anime? <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! Vocaloids. <laughs> How you use anime to sell pizza. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I guess kind of came off as cringy. So I got, we're two for two for cringy right now. Mm. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, I'll say this, is that they're very different types of cringe, I think. Because in sheer, like, entertainment value, watching the Domino's commercial is very funny to me. Like, you know, I agree. It's hilarious mm-hmm. for all the wrong reasons. Because, like, it's just so funny because he just obviously is not... He doesn't want to be there, man. And, like, the other one is funny because, like, they it's obvious that they... It's, like, uh, funny for the opposite reason, almost. Where, like, they try to hide the fact that it's just too sincere in what they're saying. And this one is just so obviously not sincere. They're, like, uh, two sides of the same coin of cringiness. I just... I, I would find my 2008 Facebook feed timeline... A little cringier than you know whatever Japan's got going on, you know. Mm, I think it's also it's a perspective thing for sure. We're gonna move on to my pick, 2017 Pepsi commercial. Live for now. If you're following a lot of news around that time, you'll probably remember this one, although you might not remember it by name. Uh, essentially, what happens in this commercial is that you have Kendall Jenner, and they essentially just take off their wig wipe off their lipstick and join a random protest 
because keep in mind this was 2017 so this is about time where black lives matter i'd say this is about the time where it started becoming a mainstream social movement that really like was becoming prevalent in so many areas around the country then we have this scene and this is the one scene although very like trivialized scenes of protest imagery and then kendall jenner just picks up a pepsi walks up to a police officer and then just hands it off they drink and everybody cheers because i guess that just solves all of the society problems by drinking a can of pepsi and it's just such it's just so like shameless and what it's trying to do and what it's trivializing that I think everyone just was not a fan of this commercial for very good reasons. Yeah, the only way in which this commercial could be worse, if it was made for this last Super Bowl, I think it could be slightly worse. But mm. other than that, this commercial really was insensitive and just not funny. It wasn't good. Incredibly socially unaware, but in a different way than the Wendy's and Domino ad. You know, in a way that's like, actively damaging to you know current social concerns and political concerns yeah yeah it, it definitely detracts from like legitimate discourse and i think daniel brought it up earlier like oh yeah like this is something that will actually hurt your company and i, I completely agree with him because like and you spend like all your days out there you know fighting for a cause you believe in or getting arrested for a cause you believe in and then pepsi's like bro you should have just gotten a can of our drink. Genius. <laughs> people have lived and died for it, yeah. What was going on in this marketer's head, thinking that this was a good idea? The, same the first guy. two are quick Google searches. It's the same guy, except this time he didn't Google it. He read it in the news, and he's like, how can I take advantage of this? You know what? People should just be happier. What yeah. if they had Pepsi? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you when you have a Pepsi. Yeah, they were that's 100% <laughs> it. They were sitting around there. The guy was like, "This is kind of making me sad, man. What if like the police and the protesters just got along drinking Pepsi? Imagine how much better the world would be." And then they said, "Oh, that's a good point. We could make a commercial out of that." Mm -hmm. And the perfect representative for mm. the clashes between <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yes. Kendall Jenner. The perfect person was... to represent the Black Lives Matter movement, Kendall Jenner. Well, we're going to take another short break here, and we'll be right back to talk about which one of these is really the worst. Hey, Bruce. I've been having some real trouble coming up with ideas for our next episode. Have you tried checking our Discord server or our Twitter and Instagram? No, I haven't. Well, right now we have a Discord server ready for anyone to join, and our listeners can react to our episodes and give suggestions for future ones. It's the best way for us to talk to our listeners and our best way for our listeners to talk to us. Sounds like the person listening should join and tell us what their opinion on what the worst really is. Okay, so we have a list of three short questions for you guys today. Uh, we're going to be talking about which one of these was the most socially unaware, which one of these was just straight up the cringiest. Because I think all of these are pretty cringy, but in their own specially unique way. And which one of these actually damaged the company the most. So we're just going to lead off with, I think, the question that I think is going to be the most contentious out of these three, for sure. Um, which one of these is the cringiest to you personally when you watch it? I am going to fight for this eat spicy goodness like a boss until I die. <laughs> Quote him out of context on that one. Wait, please, no. <laughs> Bruce wants to fight for spicy goodness like a boss until like a he boss. dies. Oh, I can't. I can't say it anymore. 
uh, ironically enough, Japan actually runs a lot of fast food collaborations with anime services. So if you go into, like, say, a local KFC, you'll get an anime skin for your character in whatever game they're collaborating with. I definitely believe that. However, I feel like just having like the off-putting CEO talk about <laughs> something he clearly doesn't understand. The like... CEO <laughs> is That's true. the best That's part true. of this commercial, okay? Yeah, it, he is... it might hit Japanese audience. Not right, you know? I think my favorite part of the... I agree with you guys that I think the Domino's thing is less cringy, and I'm going to tell you why. Domino's CEO is so uncomfortable that it is not any it is not cringy anymore. It is hilarious. Okay, because if they it's went true. <laughs> if they went all out on like the whole like anime character motif, imagine if like you got a Domino's commercial and it was just straight up an anime for three minutes. That would be pretty cringy and <laughs> uncomfortable, okay? That would be pretty cringy and uncomfortable. Having some like poor executive go up there and have to like have this like terrible mix between the two that is just comedy gold honestly so That's i think true. that i think that the wendy's one is worse because like my definition of cringe is like if you pause it because you can't keep watching it anymore right the domino's one is going to make you laugh because you're like haha funny guy doesn't know what he's talking about the wendy's one they're going to be like like a boss and then i'm just gonna like oh, i'm gonna stop. just click space bar on my computer because i'm like i don't want to watch the rest of this anymore um but yeah i think we uh unanimously agree that like a boss i'm sorry guys i had to say it no no, no you didn't <laughs> i did not have to say it but i did anyways uh, he had to he just he just... the car find some rage comics him. later tonight Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, again, this I think each commercial has its own special flavor here. But which do you think is the most socially unaware just of its of its general mm-hmm. environment, but also of like the aspects that it's trying to portray. So like Domino's socially unaware of like anime characters or whatever. Wendy's socially unaware of like current memes or like internet trends. And then uh, Pepsi being unaware of protests or just proper depiction of social justice. You know, I, I got to give it to Kendall Jenner. Because there's one thing about being socially unaware about a culture you may not understand. Maybe being socially unaware of a different age group. But being socially unaware of literally everything that's happening outside is telling me you're Patrick living under a rock. <laughs> So I got to give it to Kendall Jenner and this Pepsi commercial. Yeah, it's a tough question for sure, though. You know, because, like, I feel as if the Wendy's commercial, you know, it was close to being fine. If they just had gone a little harder and just made it a little more self-aware, they really could have gone for that sort of ironically bad, and it would have been a funny commercial. You know, they just didn't go a little, just needed to do things a little differently. And same for the Domino's ad, really, right? Like. If they did not have this poor 40-year-old executive doing the presentation and just had a normal charismatic actor, it would have just been a forgettable ad that we would not have remembered to talk about in this podcast. But I would have to overall vote Pepsi just because, wow, trivializing the issue of police brutality in your ad is... That's that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. I 100% agree. Uh, I got to go with Pepsi, too. I think that Bruce brings up something interesting and in that, like, a lot of these commercials could be fixed, you know? Like, 
if like Wendy's went a little bit more on like the intentionally cringe, if like Domino's just didn't have the poor CEO do it. But I don't think there's a way to fix the Pepsi one where you sit there and you go, yeah, we're going to have like a protest and then it's going to get fixed with Pepsi. It's like, no, you just got to scrap that idea because it's just that's not a good thing to be doing. Pepsi. What if it was like like a fight with your family or like with some friends? I think that's reasonable. Martin Luther King with the Pepsi, you know? Oh no. 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 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we figured but out yeah, we made the Pepsi commercial. It was it not... was Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I'm a Coke guy. Oh, you're sabotaging them. That's smart. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I just I think the entire premise of that commercial is inherently socially flawed. Are socially mm-hmm. unaware, and because of that, I think it's the most socially unaware. Yeah, I don't think you could fix this ad. The entire premise was just bad. It was just no. Or what yeah. if they went? There's no such bad as bad press, and just shoved it out there, knowing it was oh. going to be very controversial. If they did that, then they wouldn't have taken the commercial down again later. Mm. Well, perhaps, but I think it got so much negative press that if that was someone's goal, they they hit it on the nail. That's generally not Pepsi and Coke's advertising strategy from yeah. my experience, I think. I definitely agree. Uh, they're just trying to remind you that they exist, you know, so that when you see them in the store, you'll be like, oh, yeah, Pepsi, Coke. I like those things. Yeah. Right? So I don't think they really need to get their name everywhere because everyone already knows what Pepsi and Coke are, right? Just record someone pouring their drink into, like, a glass of like a cup of ice like that's all that's all they need to do honestly oh yeah 100 percent. they've done that multiple times it's all they need you know last one probably the most important one to me i would think like this is like you know means justify the ends i suppose which one of these commercials would actually make you want to shop at or purchase the product that the commercial is selling the least uh, i'll go ahead and go first here because i think this one's kind of a no-brainer uh definitely the pepsi one the Pepsi one is just the only one that would actually make you not want to purchase something from the company. Because, like, you see the cringy Wendy's commercial, the cringy Domino's commercial. They'll still probably eat there if, like, the food's good and you're right next to them. But it, I, don't, I don't know. If you're, uh, you know, you spend a lot of time at protests, this is an issue that's really passionate to you. And then you saw the Pepsi commercial. I think you would be very well justified in uh, not purchasing any more Pepsi. Yeah, if they just insult like what you just fought for, I I don't want to get that anymore. Domino's and Wendy's, it's one thing. Maybe just don't understand you or your culture, and you might not feel particularly offended to that. But Pepsi almost sought out to offend people, and that's not something that you should be doing. Yeah, I again, I'd have to agree here, right? Because you know, Wendy's and Domino commercials, you know, sometimes commercials miss. Whatever, you know, it's. Some commercials land, some commercials don't. But this Pepsi one, I absolutely do not understand how the marketing team thought this was a good idea, finance team thought this was a good idea, Kendall Jenner thought this was a good idea, the executives who approved this thought it was a good idea. Like, somebody at some point should have read the script and been like, guys, people have literally died in these police like brutality protests. Come on. Yeah, but Pepsi can fix it, Bruce. Do you think that those people who died gave the police a can of Pepsi first? No. That's true. You think anyone has? Kendall Jenner did, and it, it worked out great for her. <laughs> Ignored the apology video where she was crying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, in the moment, it was great, you know? It's fine. Come on. 
Pepsi knows better than you. They have more money. If someone knows better than you, they have more money. Mm -hmm. Learn that today. Yep, yep. That's going to mean by a consensus of two out of three questions, we have our decision for the worst TV commercial ever made. And uh, I think that we can all agree that I think it's earned its spot here. And that's going to be the 2017 Pepsi commercial, Live For Now, which kind of looked at the prevalent social issues of that time and social issues that have continued into our current year and said, how can we use this to sell our product? That's going to be all for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you again on the next episode of The Bad, The Bad, and The Worst.